Welcome back everybody to Clone Wars Commentary. My name is Cheyenne, as always, but this time I have another special guest with me. Today we have Rebecca joining us. Hi everyone. Uh, you guys have met Rebecca before, so we don't have to go through anything crazy, but this episode is crazy. Are all about me again? Yeah, exactly. Your answers <laughs> probably have changed, to be fair. <laughs> or they haven't, I don't know. My answers change all the time. Okay. I'm never the same person when I record. <laughs> 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 um, so this week we are talking about um, season seven. Uh, so for my listeners that have been around for a while, I am going to be flopping back and forth between the rewatch part portion. So I still have season two going on while I'm also recording these episodes. So oh my gosh, I restarted season two today. Yeah, I'm so tomorrow. Um, Grace and I are recording a Padme episode, just like a generic one for the main channel. But I was like, okay, maybe we can record like season two episode because I've been slacking on that. But it's all right. It's because season seven is crazy. I know. Um, yeah, really. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, Rebecca has only been on one other Clone Wars episode and there was a ton of other people with us. So we are going to just be vibing back and forth. It's going to be great. Um, this one, Season 7, Episode 9, was titled Old Friends Not Forgotten. Um, it does not have a quote in the beginning. This whole intro was changed. So, I want to know why they did that, but I also, like, don't care. That's just kind of the Star Wars fan that I am. I'm just like, that's cool. I love it. Like, great. I saw some theories that they're just going to put all four together in, like, a, like, um, um, movie format better like a movie form yeah mm-hmm. so i mean that'd be cool I mean, yeah that'd be awesome um that would be really cool and i because i <laughs> i'm sure this was the shock factor that they knew was going to happen but when the main title showed up and then there was no scroll i was yeah. just like what's going on <laughs> yeah and it was like because that's not now I can't remember how it normally is. <laughs> normally it's just it. like a... like a, like a little fortune cookie, but it doesn't yeah. do like normal Star Wars fanfare. What does it do? It does like a Clone Wars one. A Clone <laughs> Wars version of one. And it's <laughs> just like a slap title. It's not a scrolling title. It's not yeah, a moving that, title. That part, I can't picture... Like, I can't hear what it would normally be. Oh, the sound. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, it's just like a Clone Wars variation. Yeah, I can't hear the... The music that goes with it, <laughs> but that's where YouTube comes in. Yeah, that's fair. One more intro theme. Let's see. Let's see if it's still work. Um, it might not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish this was yeah. a video recording. That was great. <laughs> you liked my jamming face? <laughs> yeah. Cool, huh? That was amazing. There was head banging. Yeah, so instead of the regular one, it was the movie one. And (laughs) I just, like, stuttered stuttered over that entirely. Um, The, my thought process behind it, too, is maybe, maybe you could watch those into Revenge of the Sith. But I think we're supposed to see parts of Revenge of the Sith things well, yeah, so right. we're already kind of getting into predictions, but I think that we're yeah. just, the whole thing is just going to be, like, Revenge of the Sith time, the same time, but just from what Ahsoka's point of view was, basically. Like, I think we're done with Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> that makes me so sad. Okay. Um, okay. 
we skipped to the end. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, so right when we open in this one, um, Obi-Wan is struggling, uh, which none of us are surprised about. <laughs> and uh, Anakin comes in to save the day. And uh, I really love Clone Wars thought process behind that anyways, just to, like make Anakin the the hero of the day. It's not just like an Anakin, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, everybody on the Jedi Council story. Like, it really solidifies the fact that, like, Anakin was the good guy. He was the guy. He was the sky guy, the good guy, the chosen one. He had all of it on a platter right in front of him. Like, holding Anakin. Like, he, of course, like, that's what happened. Yeah. And... Like, what are you going to do this time? Yeah, and it's uh, it's interesting to me to think about, too, from a kid's perspective. If this is all they've seen, maybe they haven't, and I'm just being very, very theoretical here, but imagine if they hadn't seen anything else but the Clone Wars, and maybe even Rebels. Like, maybe they've only seen Clone Wars and Rebels. So, for me, you should mention that, because I called my brother earlier to mm-hmm. talk about this episode, mm-hmm. and he was born in 2001, so he grew up with Clone Wars. Wow. Like, he was the seventh kid in the family so he grew up with star wars because mm-hmm. all of us love star wars so he watched the originals and then he grew up with the episodes of clone wars and had never really given the prequels a lot of attention and thought mm-hmm. so clone wars anakin is his anakin like and then when he watched the prequels he was like oh like <laughs> this isn't this is not like the character that i love so much and right um, so it's yeah it's really interesting that mm-hmm. he gets it even in this episode, now my brother's 19, <laughs> um, but he obviously, you know, is, like, so extra affected by it because that's his Anakin, and his Anakin gets to do, like, one more amazing thing, and then... <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's a complete... It's a full circle, if you ask me, because when you think about prequel Anakin... He's, like, he's struggling, but he's a kid. And then he's struggling a little more. He's a teenager. And then he's, like, not really struggling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, definitely is internally. He just doesn't think he is. Yeah. And he's going through all of these amazing things as Revenge of the Sith Anakin. um, Through Clone Wars, I mean. And then full circle back to the kid that was struggling. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, it's so tough and sad. And I am getting emotional right before we even talk about anything that happened. (laughs) Um, Wait, there's one more thing from yes. that scene that, um, that I only noticed on my second rewatch, on my on my rewatch, mm-hmm. my second viewing. Because after I watched episode nine, I went back and watched Revenge of the Sith just because I was like, I got to get myself, like, ready. Yes. Like, I'm going to, like, really, really be ready for yeah. all of this. And when I was watching episode nine well that's confusing when i was watching Clone Wars, <laughs> yeah um i saw that the first thing that we see is cody commander cody is about to get like shot down and kenobi jumps in front of him and saves him and commander cody is the one that gets order 66 and literally tries to kill kenobi mm-hmm. and, like, maybe hours before days before cody was saved by Kenobi and and then rip in the chat because <laughs> yeah yeah this it this whole these whole four episodes these whole last four episodes are going to be very tough 
Um, yeah, all these like parallels and all this like we have all of this dramatic irony going on of everything. Yeah. You know that's gonna. I mean, that's what Star Wars is all about because of the way it was released. Like all of this dramatic irony. Yeah. Um, like it was so sad for me to watch him save Cody and know that Cody's gonna turn on him. Yeah, my. So Danny sent me sent a group chat that we have. Um, this parallel of is it Obi Wan? I think it was Obi Wan and Anakin, or live actions with Anakin uh, with Clone Wars. And I'll, I'll send it to you after this, but it's yeah. just like panels of exactly. The, oh, it's with Luke of the yeah, same I'm shots. Like Anakin walking out to sacrifice himself. Yeah, it's yeah. so incredible. That's. That's why Dave Filoni's the man. Uh, I just want to cry. Okay. Not going to cry. <laughs> so they're on this planet. Yeah. Silent weeping. Um, I didn't catch which planet they were on. I meant to catch it when I was writing my notes, but kind of irrelevant at this point. They're on a planet where they're fighting separatists. Very typical. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, I'm sure it's important in some context. Um, but not right now. There are more important things. And then they get a phone call. Well, Anakin gets a phone call. (laughs) He gets a phone call that says he has a phone call. (laughs) Um, and is it you, Lauren? Whoever, whoever's in charge, uh, is like, you have a call from someone named Fulcrum. And I didn't catch that the first time I watched it. So that this time, this most recent time, I was like, huh? what? So that was interesting. And then they go back to the ship, whatever. He's like, well, okay. Bring up that's true. I, that's where I lack in my knowledge. I don't really know much about Saw outside of what we saw on, on Saw. Saw on Onderon. <laughs> uh, when they like work together and then, then he becomes what we see in like, uh, Rogue One, and that's it. That's well, all I, don't I know. Think there really is anything else. I think it's I just cool that there's just this through line of Saw's story because then he's in Rebels and stuff too. Yeah, he's everywhere, which is yeah. interesting. An interesting it's cool. concept. It's kind of like broadens the universe even further because there's people yeah. all over the place. All over the place. They're everywhere. Um, so they get back on the ship and um, they walk in, and it's a dramatic entrance, and it's a dramatic pause, and then there's a Master, it's been a while. And then there's an even more dramatic pause. And then Anakin, like, can't even get his words together. He's so sweet. He's like, he's like, it's you. Where are you? How are you? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, so concerned about her. Yeah, it's so sweet. And I have a couple of notes like that, so I'll just, I'll probably revisit it at some point, but I'll say it now. Anakin's relationship with Ahsoka is so important. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because... He still turns. I'm going to cry. My my listeners are so used to this. I've cried on at least five episodes. If not just Clone Wars on like main channel episodes. It's ridiculous. So. <laughs> I. When I think about how Anakin and Ahsoka first started. Obviously it was just like this whole mess of like. I don't. I'm going to be your Padawan whether you like it or not. And I'm a sassy, I, annoying I child. I really don't want you. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, okay, no. Um, <laughs> and I literally just read in the Ahsoka book how I'm getting really loud in the mic. is probably hating me right now. <laughs> I just read in the Ahsoka book how um, Anakin thought that Obi-Wan was getting 
another Padawan. Like, it's, it's his forethoughts it, before we see it in the Clone Wars. Oh, it's wow. really cool. It's it's a, such a, like, snippet, but it's so important to me. Um, a snippet? A snippet. <laughs> I get <Yeah>. it. <laughs> um, but, so, he, and he starts out like, I don't want you. He starts out like, I'm your master, you need to just chill. And then he gets to, like, this, like, fatherly role, almost. And yeah. then he gets to this brotherly role, and now, like... In this episode, I mean, you could see it before, but in this episode, you can see so deeply in cartoon faces how much he loves her. I know. And I'm, my heart is crying. I'm fine. <laughs> it's, it is so sad. Like, it's so sad. And that, like, he, I don't know. Do we know how long from, like, the end of season six to season seven? No. I, I mean, I'm sure we do. I don't, I don't off the top of my head. Neither do I, but, like, she's been gone. I mean, they were, you know, they were together, like, every day. Every day. And then they were apart for so long, and he, you know, it was like their their departure from each other was, like, they they were still good because she supported him, as always. Like, she referred mm-hmm. references in this question, but, like, Everything like Ahsoka's whole world was like crumbling around her. Yeah. So it was like this like very bittersweet ending, um, and he was kind of left like he thought he was doing like, well, yeah, you can come back to the Jedi Order, like, yay, come on back. And then she says no, and then she comes back again, and he's like, welcome back, and she's like, no. I literally was thinking the same thing. I have it here. I was like, he keeps saying like when Rex and the guys heard that you were coming back and it's like, she's not back, man. She's not. And she's just because she called you and need your help. Doesn't mean that she's back. And like, she's really jaded from the whole Jedi experience. Yeah. And I think that's so important. And I feel like, I feel like it's so great to like, be able to, uh, what's the right word? make it real in a character, you know? Because, like, that's a topic that we all talk about in the Star Wars community about, like, well, the Jedi are just as corrupt, and here's why they're corrupt, and blah, 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 but we don't ever get to see it uh, play out to where the answer is that they're corrupt. It's just like, oh, well, we see these things that they do, but there's nothing that happens. And with Ahsoka, it's embodied. That's the word I was thinking of. The corruptness is embodied in her results. And to, like, know that it's not, like, okay, you guys forgive me, I forgive you too, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't just full circle. That was end of season six, and then she meets um, Trace and... Rafa. Rafa. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, they're, like, really bad. Like, they, our parents are dead. Mm -hmm. Like, you just, like, to to, for her to meet somebody who had that that connection. Yeah. uh, You know, of all of the negativity. um, Yeah. Like, you know, really kind of cemented the, the... jadedness for Ahsoka, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'm not coming back. I just need your help. Great to see you guys. But, yeah. like, it's not that I love you, but this isn't about you. <laughs> Which yeah. is also, I feel like, a hard concept for both of them to, <laughs> to like, get an idea of. Especially yeah. Anakin. Obi-Wan, like, less or so, but, like, Anakin especially, like, he doesn't know how to be like, this isn't about you. Yeah, you know, like we see Obi Wan's kind of like this. Like we have to stay on schedule. Like we have to stay focused. Whatever, whatever. And Anakin's like, 
let's just forget all of our responsibilities and party. Ahsoka's <laughs> here. We got to take care of her. Look at her. Yeah. Um, Poor guy. I know. And I think it's interesting, too, about his, his optimism towards this that he says, but also, like, the realness of it. He says, like, if Ahsoka hadn't left the Order, she wouldn't have been where she needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so important to Star Wars as a whole. It's like everybody is where they're meant to be at a certain time. Especially, like, I mean, this made me think just now about Luke when Obi-Wan and Yoda are like, if you go to them, it's a trap. I can't finish your training, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, too bad they need me. And it's like, if he hadn't been where he was, he wouldn't have, Star Wars wouldn't have been what it is. Like, I... I about this, like, it happens in real time. I know. Like, they write it that way for a reason. For a reason. Like, she needed to be there. Yeah. So rich she went. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They knew what they were doing. They have a plan, but we're just like, ugh. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. Love it. And then Obi-Wan, as usual, is like, I'm being cautiously optimistic. Okay. <gasps> just, like, chill, man. <laughs> uh, but, like, it, to have Anakin as your Padawan, I feel like you would have... Well, you know, back in the day, yeah. like, he's probably lived his whole life with Anakin being like, pump the brakes, buddy, pump the brakes, buddy, pump the yeah. brakes, buddy. Yeah. He's like, he's like, slow your roll, we can be cautiously optimistic about this, but, like, stay focused, don't form attachments, do the right thing, like, yeah, everybody in line. Kind of. I do have to say that I didn't love his... Obi-Wan's demeanor in this episode, which I think is obviously, like, a plan that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, because they really want you to feel bad for Anakin, and they really want you to be invested in Ahsoka, and then they really want Obi-Wan to be the... He's getting he's getting to Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan. So, he's gotta start making those moves, you know? Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, in, in Revenge of the Sith, he's not, like... He... At the very beginning, he's kind of makes some jokes. Like, at the very, very beginning. Yeah. Like, when him and Anakin are going their separate ways. And he's like, may the force be with you. When it's into Revenge of the Sith, I mean, we're like, like, hard-ass Obi-Wan mm-hmm. from there on out. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so, also, <laughs> while we're just talking about, like, kind of these little moments... Anakin scrutinizes Ahsoka and is like, what were you doing on Obadiah or Obadiah? And it's just like, wait, can you relax, my dude? Yeah. He's this- like so protective and she's like, you don't even know. Yeah. And that's, I think that's so important too is her, just to see her change between episode six and now. Because from episode six, she was still kind of just like, I got to get us out of the situation. I've got to think like a Jedi. I've got to do this. And now she's just like, everybody relax. (laughs) Um, I'm handling myself, you know? I think it's like the the situation, like her surroundings kind of make her perform in different ways. Like Mm -hmm. she was around those girls. Like she had to be, um, like she had to be, the leader and she had but she could also kind of like do whatever she wanted because yeah. she was around people that knew who she was mm-hmm. she could be the leader kind of in her own way and now in in episode nine she's like we have to do all of these things and like we she kind of like slips back into like being part of the, the like the jedi order yeah you know? but still in like her true True form. Oh my god, this is a mess. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. And um, then they kind of just kind of, I don't want to say they skim, but they kind of come past all of that. They come past the introductions to talk about the actual issues. Um, but, and then Bo, Bo-Katan um, proposes the joint operation. It's like, here's why we need your help. Here's what's going on. Um, no, like, craziness around the mention of Maul. Just kind of like, this is an opportunity kind of faces, you know? Um, and then Obi-Wan, again, he's just really, like, digging deep into his Allegheny-ness. <laughs> um, and it was like, well, if we do this, if we engage in this, we're breaking 100-year-old treaties. Um and possibly entering another, well, entering another war by helping you. Um, and then she's like, well, I don't see the problem here. <laughs> Big Mandalorian energy. Um, and he's just, Anakin's like, well, we haven't finished the current one. So, uh, I love that line. yeah, that whole, that whole section was great. Um, but I don't know what treaties they're talking about. Do you know what treaties they're talking about? No. Okay. So that's a project for me after this is over. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Did that, did, I mean, it's not like we see 100 years of Star Wars in any no any films or TV. So mm-hmm. it must be some legend. Not legend, but something that they refer to. Yeah, it's either it's either that or they've referred to it before, but very briefly. You yeah, know, yeah. like, uh, as far as Mandalorian things go. Um, in previous episodes, you know. Because um, yeah. there are a few Mandalorian arcs in Clone Wars. Yeah, um, that's what we've heard in season two, because it's got a lot. That's what, all about Death Yeah, I just finished. So the last one that went up was the Mandalore plot um, before I lost Summer on my episodes. Um so that one, I mean, it was good. Um, and then Bo, while you're looking that up, Bo Katan brings up Satine. Oh, yes, I was hoping. <laughs> and I was just floored by it the first time I saw it. Just now when I watched it, I was just like, yes, get him. Get him. Yes, like, can you believe Drag it? him. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Because I love Satine. Yeah. And I also, I also love that he admitted it. That Obi-Wan was like, she did mean something to me. She still does. Still, yeah, when he said she still does, I was like... Yeah, and part of me, like, part of me, it broke my heart a little bit because it was like, he doesn't let any of that show. Oh my god, this is the perfect time to mention this. I'm exposing myself right now. But on TikTok, (laughs) there's this girl that made a video and she's in, like, a Jedi robe. (laughs) It's so hard to describe. But basically, she's just sitting there, like, not moving, not making a face, and the text is just, like, Obi-Wan on his, in his hut on Tatooine having to, um, address all of his, like, emotional issues with losing Anakin, Qui-Gon, and Satine, and I was like, oh no. Oh no. Yeah, it's hard. He's just sitting there in absolute loneliness. Yeah, it's so hard, and I'm just, oh, just thinking about that made me, makes me sad, um, but it's also so true, like, he doesn't take a moment to or maybe he does, and we obviously don't see it. Like, we don't see all their meditation sessions, you know? Yeah. But I don't think that he would take the time to address those things. I think he would take the time to shove them down, you know? Well, I mean, he he, uh, he had to do something. Because we've all been through a, a breakup where we're like, oh, but what if, but what if, what if? And he's like, 
yo, I love you, but I can't. Mm-hmm. And it shuts it down so quick. And man, he's got some good, like, he's very self-empowered. Yeah, he does know, he does know what he's doing. I still haven't finished Master and Apprentice, so I'm excited to see where that goes because I'm, Right now, where I'm at in the book, it's still very early, and Obi-Wan is still very young, so he's a freaking idiot <laughs> right now. He's not, like, horrible. He's definitely better than Anakin. Well, actually, to be fair, he's probably... He's on a very similar playing field as Anakin was, as far as Padawan being goes. Like, he's just, he's a little sassy. Um, I just found an article. Huh? It's just on an article about the treaty. It says okay. the treaty existed between the Republic and Mandalore. Signed at least a hundred years before the siege of Mandalore. <laughs> and then it says it was first mentioned in Old Friends Not Forgotten. Oh my god. Okay, great. Well, at least we're not behind we're on not, any yeah, we're not behind. <laughs> any information. So it just is exists that Jedi's are not allowed to enter or invade Mandalore. Okay, great. Um, what? It's pretty self-explanatory, I guess, beyond that. Yeah, really. I always just, every time I hear stuff like that, I'm like, okay, well, what's the lore behind that? Because I'm sure I'm missing something. I know. You I know. know. Every time I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. And then yeah. I'm like, this time, I'm like, all right. I'm yeah, not. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um... Even know what I was writing when I wrote this, so I'm gonna skip that. (laughs) What does it say? It says it looks like it says cloud equals Anakin's reaction. What am I even thinking of? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I thought you had an idea for a second. I really want to know. I'm gonna have to rewatch it now. Wait, what's the thing that that you wrote down after it? Like, where where in the episode are we? It's like right before they walk down the hall, um, and like uh. Wow. They're like a, they're like saluting Ahsoka. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll figure that out some other time. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, <laughs> exactly. Can't let feelings cloud. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so they're walking down the hall and salute people. They're all saluting. The clones are saluting Ahsoka and Anakin, but Ahsoka too. Um, and that is really making her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, yeah, that's the best way to describe it. Um, and this is where I was, like, the reaction of, like, they keep saying that she's back is annoying me. <laughs> I know. Because I feel bad for her having to deal with that, but also, like, she's not back, so just stop saying that. Um, the salutes in the hall, the first time I saw it really, like, hit me hard. Um, like it did Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not for any particular reason other than the fact that those are clones that didn't actually even serve under Ahsoka. Not all of them, at least. Because yeah. all the ones that served under her were in one room together. You know? These are just clones that were just like, we know that she was in charge at some point. Yeah. They just know. Like, they're just like, Ahsoka was a big deal around here. It's so sad. This this whole conversation is just going, just us going, look at this part. It was so sad. Look at this part. It was so sad. Well, it's true. It was a very emotional episode. Yeah, and that's and that's why it's so important, and that's why I'm doing these individual ones, too. Like, normally I would just wait on a whole arc to finish, but, like, I was like, no, these episodes are going to have so much meat and so much meaning, and so they're so important that I need to do individuals, too. So I'm glad you're here for this. Yes. Um, they So then they go in. I don't want to skip over this whole moment, so interrupt so. me if you need to. They get into this room. 
I'm going to interrupt with my tears. It's just going to be the sound of me sobbing. You're just sobbing on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> they walk into this room, and Rex is there. Anakin is really happy that he gets to present her with this first surprise. Uh, and she doesn't really even know what to do. She's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> she seems very, like, humbled and flattered and thankful and grateful. But I also, for me, the first time I saw it, I was sobbing. So I was like, okay, it's fine. But when I saw it this time around, I was like, she's got to be thinking a million things. Like, I want to know what Dave Filoni's thought bubbles were around Ahsoka in this moment. Because it's like, she could be sad that she has to go back and be like, Anakin, I'm not staying. She could be happy that he did any of this. She could be curious as to why any of them would go along with it like yeah i think that another big emotion for her would probably be like i mean she's been very alone yeah like we don't really like she hasn't she she had had such a connection those are all of her formative years like being around all of these people and then to just like up and leave them um and then let's say six months a year later um to just know that they all, like, were so, like, welcoming back for her. She probably felt, like, I don't know, just so, like, accepted and, like, um. Yeah. Well, yeah. And she was yeah. a kid, too. Like, yeah. she grew up around them. Truly. So, she probably so bittersweet because she's not going to say, you guys need to stop because I'm leaving. <laughs> like, she's not going to say that. So, um. Yeah, it was probably, like, literally any emotion you could think of is probably what she was having in that moment. And also, so was I. Because, yeah. like, <laughs> like I, you probably did, too. I saw that scene at Star Wars Celebration a little over a year ago. I like, didn't see it. The day we saw it. Did you see it at Star Wars Celebration? No, I didn't get to go to the Clone Wars panel. Okay, well, I was at, like, the stage. So I, I wasn't at the panel, but I saw it, like, I saw it for the first time with everybody else Yeah, on the screen. So I saw that scene a year ago, almost to the day, and it still hit me just as much. And I watched it for a second time, or a third time, an hour ago, and it still hit me just as much. Like, yeah. It's just so, I don't, I can't think of another, like, moment in Star Wars that's really like that. Like, hey, we're, like, all here for you. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I mean, there's probably the ones that are like that, but I don't know. It was just, it was just really, really special. Yeah. No, I entirely agree. I mean, as I'm, I'm kind of scrolling through my Star Wars Rolodex in my head and I'm just like, I mean, even because Anakin's whole life was walking into rooms and being looked at funny. Like the council was horrible to him. And then Obi-Wan's whole life was walking in and being in charge. Um, I mean, Rebels yeah. doesn't really even have any moments like that. Yeah, to have her just walk in and be like, hey, we are all here for you. Yeah. Oh, it was just Dang. it was just so sweet. And not just like we're here for you. It's like we literally painted ourselves. <laughs> yeah, in dedication to you. Yeah, it's like they've like tattooed her, their name on, her, on their faces, basically. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, you know what I'm curious about, too? How... I don't know what the timeline was between the hollow call with Anakin and how long it took her to get to their ship or them to her. But. Yeah, because Anakin goes, as soon as they heard you were back. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, you guys are just going to do this and you don't know that she's back. 
They were like, get the paint out. Right? <laughs> I'm like planning this. Probably forever because Rex is the best. Yeah, that's true. Um, this, speaking of that, we'll get, we'll get to it in a second, but I'll like kind of just plant the idea. I want to talk about Rex and Ahsoka's relationship at some point. Okay, great. Um, eventually you'll think about it every day in your sexy Rex t-shirt. <laughs> oh, I need my sexy Rex t-shirt. So oh, my God. Um, so during all of this emotional stuff, all of a sudden, Grievous attacked the Capitol. Wait, wait. Well, you forgot to because, well, because Anakin's like, hey, I have something else for you. Yeah, but we don't get to see it yet. Right. But, like, it didn't, like, but it was just so special to just know that that was happening. And then when we do get the reveal, like, it's still so special. That's true. That's true. To know exactly what's going on. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hello. Yeah, it's like, oh, lightsabers. And then it's like, no, no lightsabers. No. <laughs> that build up, and then, we, and then she still gets stuff. Anyway, yeah. yes, and then Grievous is attacking. No, you're not wrong. It's very important to, like, have those little moments. It's, it's, a, it's a tease, a Star Wars tease. Yeah. Um, yeah, Grievous attacks the Capitol. I just, for a minute, when I was watching it, I was like, he's still alive? And then I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's so confusing because, like, we don't see him until Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. In movies. And so Clone Wars people are like, oh, that guy's back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're just like, oh, okay. I hate that spider guy. <laughs> I hate that Spider Man. No, not Spider Man, but I love Spider Man, but I don't love that spider guy. Evil. Yeah. Man. Anytime he spider crawls towards me in Battlefront, I'm always, I scream. On the stream. It's so scary. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so then when we hear, like, he's attacking, it's like, oh, yeah, that guy. Great, he's still around. This part lights a fire in me. <laughs> because I don't know anything. I don't, I know about Star Wars politics. Hear me out. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I do, because that's literally the whole purpose. You know, like, that's what, stra- like, creates any motivation in Star Wars. The the Jedi is a politic political group. The Sith are a political group. There are literal political senates and things in Star Wars. All of it is relevant. But <laughs> I hmm, what's the right way to word this? <laughs> when she says like or when they say like we're choosing the Republic um over going and helping Bo Katan. And she's like, no, you're playing politics. Oh. I was just so in the same tune with her in that right. moment. Because they're not a government, but they're yeah. like, very political. And she's like, you guys are supposed to be, like, peacekeepers. Yeah, you're, you're just here to help people. people. Yeah, you're not supposed to be, like... Also, also, also. Okay. You don't have to see the hand motions. I know! I'm stressed. Shakti is watching the Emperor, but they haven't heard from her. Mace hasn't heard from her. There are more than just the Jedi Council. I'm so... It irritates me so much because I love... I love the stories that we get to see, but we only get to see, like, Anakin and all of them. So it's like... I get that this is supposed to be... Like, this is a part of this episode where Ahsoka really gets to call them out on their crap. Can we pause for a second? Yeah. Okay, sorry. 
No, you're fine. Someone's just coming So I basically for me, when I think about how they play politics, just like Ahsoka literally uses the words playing politics again, I get a little annoyed because I mean, and I get that that's the point. So like, I do enjoy that that is kind of the Jedi council and the Jedi's shtick is that they have this issue within themselves. That's their kind of internal conflict is like, we shouldn't be playing politics, but we are. Um, but <laughs> when she says you're protecting the chancellor or like you you're going back for the chancellor i just immediately like identified with how angry she was yeah. um more so because i hate him even more after rise of skywalker i don't think we've ever actually had this discussion because she is your man well listen i don't love palpatine i just think that young sheep is hot that is fair. That is fair. Okay. But it's not a joke. I just don't want to offend you with what I'm about to say. <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead and say it. And then I have a nice parallel I think I'd like to make. Okay. He is the biggest bad. And I enjoy that he is a good big bad. <laughs> but. <laughs> Chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> but. He is in the way <laughs> of everything. But see, that's, the, that's the thing. <laughs> that's why he's like, he's so, so good at being incredibly manipulative. Yeah. That's why, like, all throughout Revenge of the Sith, Mace is, like, the only one that has his head on straight sometimes. He's like, well... He doesn't control the Jedi Council. Why yeah. does everybody think that he gets to make all of these decisions? He's like, Anakin, shut up. I know you like the guy. But he doesn't get to tell you where to go. Yeah. And so that's like, that's why Anakin, um, Ahsoka is like the only one that sees that. It's like, you don't need to be doing anything for him. So the parallel that I like to see mm-hmm. is kind of like, um, like in uh, Captain America Civil War, when, when, Cap is like, well, they don't get to tell me what to do. And that's Mace. He's like, they don't get to tell me what to do. Like, we are this different entity that doesn't need to necessarily coincide yeah. with the government. Yeah. Um, Which kills me the whole time. Side, honestly, sorry, everyone. I'm actually on Iron side, but that's a different story. No, and that kills me, too, because it's like if there's a member of the Jedi Council, and I'm sure he's not the only member of the Jedi Council, that thinks this way, it's like, why are you involved then? Like, it it goes back to the very, very beginning. Whoever made the decision to say, okay, we'll, we'll be in charge of the clones. Like, that was it. Game over. You know? And that just, oh, it irks me. Um... As it irks most people, I'm sure. Like, it's just like, we... Okay, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I love these... Of, like, being so intertwined in, like, a belief that you can't see beyond it. Like, you can't play devil's advocate or you Mm -hmm. can't, like, have an open mind. Like, Ahsoka is, like, kind of wised up now and she's a bit more worldly, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys need to, like, really critically think about these things and like realize the repercussions and like understand 
the impact and like the the motivation and mm-hmm. all the things that she she can now see being on the outside of it. And some of them are just so so far in that they maybe can't or are unwilling to. Yeah. Or don't care. Yeah, I was surprised about how little Obi-Wan reacted to her being snippy with him. Because she, I mean, she called him out like, no games. She was like, you're playing politics and you're going there for the Chancellor. You're not going there for anybody else. Um, And he didn't, I mean, his face didn't budge. Like, they, and I think that that also speaks to their inner turmoil and like, Jedi turmoil of like, we know. Yeah, because Obi-Wan, an hour later, is going to be like, something's up, Anakin. Like, you shouldn't trust Palpatine that much. But he's also like, literally, he runs into the room with the clones, like, sprints into the room and is like, we have to go save them! Yeah. You know, not yeah. that long after, he's going to be like, something's fishy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're probably <clears throat> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But then, like between a rock and a hard place, like they've just they've just gotten themselves so far in that they can't like easily break out from yeah. under his thumb, basically from under Palpatine's thumb. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And he's like, um, "That's not fair, right?" And then she's like, "I'm not trying to be." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that part, I was like, "You go, girl." Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's incredible. That's perfect. Exactly what she needed to say in that moment. Um, And then Anakin comes up with the idea of making Rex commander. uh, And then having Ahsoka be a, what is it? Counselor? A a captain. Or just like leader. Just like like there to help. She's not like there as a part of them. Yeah, he was like, uh, Rex can be commander and then Ahsoka can like lead the yeah the other day when we were streaming i was i would read like random facts in between game modes and one of the facts in my like everything you need to know about star wars book uh it says that rex is a clone commander and we were all like isn't he a captain and so this cleared that up very quickly for me i was like oh (laughs) so that book told me that he was going to be a captain sooner than i knew (laughs) yeah um so that was fun and then and then we get the satisfactory moment Yes. Of the sabers. And they're both blue. Yeah. For now. For now. Um, another reason I'm enjoying rereading the Ahsoka book, because I don't remember how she turned them white, and I don't want to remember until I read it again, because Doesn't it's a good moment. Green? Doesn't she start with green? She has a green and a yellow or- originally. So she gets, like, nobody, I feel like Luke only gets two colors. She's just, like, all over the place. Yeah, she gets green and yellow originally. Uh, and then now she's got these. And he's like, I improved a little. Yeah. He's so freaking narcissistic. Anyways. <laughs> he's like just any annoying young guy. Yeah. Like With like sloppy hair. <laughs> and like swish his bangs over, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, another thing that they more just like dialogue that's important to the story um, or important to the character development uh, is like Obi-Wan says that there's no such thing as luck. And he's like, good thing I taught you otherwise. And for me, that was actually one of the big, like pivotal, like realizations for me about Anakin's relationship with her. When I was talking about it earlier and I said, like he eventually developed into kind of this fatherly role and then into this brother like role. And I feel like this 
for me, was a big step towards his acceptance of being her friend. Yeah. Because uh, he went from, I don't want to be your master, to I guess I'm your master, but you're going to listen to me like I'm going to be the boss. And then it was just like these protective roles kept happening. And I feel like now he's at that like peaceful point that he needs to be as an, a Jedi Knight. I wish I could say Jedi Master. <laughs> I'm also bitter about that. Um, just like he is. So uh, that was important to me. It also kind of reminds me of like when you like start at a, a new job and you get trained in all the right ways. Mm-hmm. And then like a month later, they're like, this is how we really do it around here. <laughs> like, we like become friends with the employees. And yeah. Like, and you don't really need to do that part. You don't really, but Ahsoka probably was really appreciative of that at that moment because like she, I mean, obviously she still used the force and cared about the force and, you know, probably still holds some of the Jedi ideal, um, you know, they're still important to her. But yeah. um, at that point she was like, let's just talk real and not talk like, you know, master. And yeah. And I think him saying that kind of was like a trying to pull her back in, you know, trying to be yeah. like, well, good thing that I taught you. Otherwise, come on back. Yeah. So, which is sad that he could somehow be so sweet and so manipulative at the same time. And that was the last thing he, she ever said. To him. But they both look kind of like, I don't know, uneasy in that moment. Like, as soon as Anakin turns around, she's kind of, she, like, her face changes, like, four times. Like, yeah. kind of, like, she just seems a little unsure, or maybe she senses something. Or, mm-hmm. um, I feel um, like they know that they're not going to see each other again. Yeah, I feel like they both kind of had that, like, there was just, like, an extra look of just, like, well, this is it. And the good- either of them know like, what, they have no idea what's about to happen. Yeah. There's no inkling, really. I mean, there's another attack, okay. Like, right. they, that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's so, it's so Star Wars to do that, too, because when Anakin and Obi-Wan go their separate ways in Revenge of the Sith, I mean, Anakin, or Obi-Wan's just, like, standing in the doorway of a ship and is like, see you later, bud. And Anakin's like, okay, see you too. But, like, the, the words that they're using to say goodbye makes it sound like they're not going to see each other for such a long time. But they don't do anything about that, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, reminds me too, it's reminiscent of when Han and Leia say bye to each other in Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, they they both know that, like, something's going to go down, but it's not, like, a big <clears throat> do. Like, it's not like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, it's just kind of like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um then we kind of get into more actiony stuff. So we, this episode did a whole emotional rundown of us. Um, and then we get into the like actual, like star war of it. (laughs) Um, and yeah. Um, so we see the mall armor, which I think is amazing and incredible. It's so cool. I I, like did a double take. I was like, what? It's amazing. (laughs) When I watched it the first time, my roommates were just kind of, out and about in the house and I was like look at the armor and I like screamed (laughs) yeah I was freaking out um and then I didn't I didn't do this character look up normally in Clone Wars episodes I do like to not analyze but like kind of talk about a new character huh it was gonna be it was originally um I was actually gonna do multiple I was gonna do Vaughn and then Ursa who is a Mandalorian um 
but I didn't, I didn't pull that stuff up. Um, so we'll just kind of hop over that regardless. Cause we're also approaching an hour anyways. Um, but Ursa and Captain Vaughn were going to be the characters that we were going to kind of be like, where'd they come from? What did they do? Um, so I'm going to do that on my own time. I do recommend that for any listeners or yourself, if you do that on your own time, it's very cool to just find a character in an episode that you're like, this is the only time I've heard of them. <laughs> and just be like, what else can I learn? Um, that's how I found out that I um, wanted to cosplay some characters from the Women of the Galaxy book. Because Cammy is just a background character that got deleted from the entire movie. And I really want to cosplay her because it's simple and I look like her. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like that kind of kicked off my want to do that. Um, this, so the note that I wrote says you can really see Rex and Ahsoka. They're in the ship, in the Clone Wars ship. Um, and they're all flying down to Mandalore together. This is really fun and cool. And Mandalorians are like jetpacking out, out of ships and towards ships and each other. Uh, but Ahsoka and Rex open the shield, open the doors. And then Rex is like, I'm sorry, I didn't bring you a jetpack. Which is just so casual. And she's like, okay, I don't need one. Like, I thought that was going to be so stupid. I was like, she's just going to like fly down it was amazing she was like ping, uh, pinballing down the, like all the ships and it was just yeah oh and, but she goes reach it race you to the race you to the surface around maybe i don't know something like that yeah yeah exactly which is just so funny too to think that like i feel like ahsoka keeps rex young you know i mean he is at this yeah. point but he keeps she keeps rex young and like happy in such a hard time like they yeah, develop lighthearted. yeah yeah they develop all of these personalities through all of this time but all of those personalities are very war based unless you're around people like that and like being around like anakin you can like get away with having fun in war which sounds horrible uh but like being around obi-wan you can't do that commander cody is fine with that you know yeah, right. um but, like, having Ahsoka around, he just, like, it looks like he has, like, a sigh of relief, you know? Just, like, having her back. I'm gonna cry again. It's fine. Um, and then we learn to, we learn about the Undercity, like, very briefly. They mention, like, sent them to the Undercity. Great. Yeah, Doesn't sound safe good. at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then they kind of, they set that scene up, but then they shoot over to, uh, the, uh... God, what's his title? The Prime Minister. Like Malt yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not Gar Saxon, but it's somebody else, right? Right. right. Um. So, Bo-Katan like flies in there and is like, "All right, bet. Like, here we go." And <laughs> and she's like fighting him, and all of that's great. This moment, another just like random small one that I really loved. She uses her jetpack to like knock him out. <laughs> Yeah. When she just like flips, turns it on, and like hits him, I was like, "Yeah!" That was, that was a cool it was so fun. Um, I love little things like that. One of my favorite scenes from uh, Rise of Skywalker is when Zori and Rey have their little spat, and then the lightsaber and the blaster are facing each other. I was like, "That's incredible! What a cool shot!" That's cool. It's fun that you can like pick out moments like that. Oh, I love them. They're my fave. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. 
It always in the understudy. Yeah, it always is. Um, but because he says it's the wrong Jedi. Yeah, which is just so. It's funny, but it's not. Um, yeah, why do you think that he wanted Kenobi there? He just, hates like, him. Men? Yeah, he hates him. So that's but one of my. Acting under Palpatine's orders. It's not like he was going rogue. At this point, Maul is not acting under Palpatine's orders. Um, at this point, Maul has already gone on his own in a way. Um, so, and people can correct me, listeners can correct me if I'm wrong, you can correct me if I'm wrong. At this point, I think it's still a facade of their master and apprenticeship. Um, and Palpatine, I think, supposedly has a plan for him, but then Maul kind of takes it under his own, uh, like, thought process that he's going to do things his own way once he gets to Mandalore. Does that make sense? So, like, yeah. while he's originally there under, I think, Palpatine's orders, he's like, this is not going to go the way that he wants me to do it. Like, I'm, well, I'm going to... So. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is kind of his kickstart for that. Well, you know, Anakin, or Ahsoka does call him, like, the rogue Sith. Yeah. So I guess, I guess, okay. Yeah. I know that there's, there's some lore out there. I don't know where it is. Um, but I think it was originally, like, a plan for, like, Palpatine to be like, you're gonna, like, go get these planets for me, or go, like, do these things for me. Um, I could be imagining that, but I think that's it. And then, huh? There's the whole Maul comic, too. Yeah, it's not in that one. Unless it is. I've only read those once. God, I'm just the worst at this. This is why I take notes in the episodes, you know? No, there's so much. You can't, you can't be expected to know every single But I love him. (laughs) I him. Um, yeah, so he's like, you brought the wrong Jedi. You guys are dumb. <laughs> uh, that's what I imagine is running through Maul's head when he does these things, and then he's like, alright, I gotta, like, puff my chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so, they kind of, they don't face off yet, but they're he's just like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Literally, kind of says it like that. Yeah. He's like, why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? <laughs> And she's just like, crap. <laughs> so that's where the episode leaves us. Ouch. It, yeah, the, the last, like, five or ten minutes of it is, like, all action. It's and then so kind intense. of also nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, they get to Mandalore. But that's fine. I mean, I'm sure it's going to pick up perfectly. But, yeah, it was just kind of like, whoa, 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 what's about to happen? And then, like. Maul just kind of stepped out of the shadows. But that's typical. You know? Yeah, I expected that for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about watching Clone Wars with my roommates, because they just kind of casually watch it, they don't really pay, like, super attention to it unless something exciting is happening. <laughs> Maul walked out and Miranda screamed. <laughs> it was so funny. Because... <laughs> Yeah, I really, I just love, I love seeing people's reactions that, like, don't know the lore, you know? Like, they know some of it, or even just, like, mainstream versions of it. And then it's like, I knew that this was going to happen, because there's been an image of Maul and Ahsoka. And you know that that's happening on Mandalore. So it's like, I know all of these context clues, but nobody else does. And then he just is like, what's up? Right. That's like in Solo when he like shows mm. back up. Yeah. And everyone's like, he's dead! And we're like... No, he's not. Uh, 
He's like constantly duct taped together and just put back out into the world. Yeah. I love how Obi-Wan mentioned that. He's like, he's got a problem staying dead. That's so funny. I love it because it was like something that he would say, but it was also very like Star Wars self-awareness. It's like, yeah, we know we can bring it. Yeah, it really is. They do do that a lot. Even like, uh, like in Rise of Skywalker, like if Dio is just like sad, he's like making you know that this is how you're supposed to feel in that moment. You know, it's also now that I'm thinking about it. And again, every time I do this, every time I like reflect, I think deeper than it probably is. But then again, maybe not. Um, Obi-Wan, when he says that he gets a little, little irritated. (laughs) And I love Obi-Wan dark side moments. Like, he he's got a he's it's in there and he's getting like real aggravated with everything everything he just wanted to be like a peacekeeper and now he's just been having a war for like every day yeah forever i did not sign up for that yeah exactly (laughs) he did but not really i need to redeem myself i think for for my rant (laughs) my politics rant because i need people to understand and myself to understand that I do enjoy the politics of Star Wars because it is the running force of it. I didn't mean to use that play on words, but <laughs> it is like it's it's the yeah it's the meat behind a lot of the motivation, you know, like end of story. Like uh, Palpatine was a like junior legislature person. He was studying politics, and here we are, <laughs> you know. So I want people and myself to understand that I do appreciate the politics. I just. I'm so annoyed by them sometimes. <laughs> no, I think it's so valid. That's like, I'm not going to watch the prequels a bunch because it's a lot of politics. Yeah, there's exactly. Like, some episodes of Clone Wars where I'm like, this is going to all be all about <laughs> politics. And I'm like, you know, I just, I'd rather watch some Some, mean some Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars, not some political war. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you're yeah. not wrong. I don't well, think that, and I don't think it's just you and I that think that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, that's really it for the episode. Uh, do you have anything else to add before we go? Well, I mean, what do you think is going to happen next? Do you think we're going to see Obi Wan and Anakin again? P- mm. Thinking real hard about it. I am really thinking hard about it. Well, Probably yes, not. But, yeah, because we're, I don't think we're going to get animated scenes of Revenge of the Sith. No, I don't think so either. Like, but at this point, like they're going to save the Chancellor and so we can't. I think we're gonna hear about them. I think yeah. somehow Ahsoka or Maul or someone, someone in the vicinity of Ahsoka is gonna be like, the Jedi Temple's been attacked and she's gonna be like, What? And yeah. she's gonna be worried about them, you know? But I think that might be it. Right. Which is going to be weird to only to have three episodes where we don't even... Like, if that really was the last... That means the last thing we see Obi-Wan do is say, Maul doesn't like to stay dead. And the last thing we see Anakin do is, like, say, I taught you about love. That's that's why I'm having trouble thinking that that'll be the last time we see them. Because I don't want it to be, since they left on such weird terms. I th- but then, then it would feel like there would just be this huge Ahsoka void in Revenge of the Sith at the same time. Like, I think, like, we we can't see animated scenes from Revenge of the Sith, but we can see, we see, like, Anakin having a moment when he's just going around and being all brooding and moody, um, where he's, like, thinking about Ahsoka or mm-hmm. something. 
something that we don't see in Revenge of the Sith, but something that could have happened in a moment that we didn't see in Revenge of the Sith. Right. So. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious to know how they're gonna end the four episodes slash Clone Wars with Ahsoka becoming Fulcrum officially, and like Rex and like the status of all of them, you know. So like what what we're gonna have to see is like Maul being captured and probably escaping, and then Order sixty six happening, and then the inhibitor chips being removed, mm-hmm. and then like Ahsoka we're probably going to see her feel Anakin getting dark. Like, going to the dark side. Like, that's going to be really emotional. Yeah, that's going to be hard. She's going to know. She's going to feel it. Dang I know. It. It's, like, it's like tear-worthy. I know. Dang it. Okay. <sighs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to terms with that. <laughs> yeah, but... But yeah, we're not. Dang. She's not going to see him because we already have that moment in Rebels. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh. So, geez. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here and helping me dive into this episode because it was a tearjerker for sure. <laughs> Thanks for crying together. Yeah, we of laughed, course. We, cried. <laughs> we got mad. <laughs> we sure, sure did. Um, thank you all for listening as well. So I hope you've enjoyed another episode of Clone Wars Commentary. Um, rants, tears, and laughter and all. Uh, there will be more episodes coming to you on Wednesdays. Um, we are jumping back and forth, like I said, between Season 2 and Season 7 right now. Um, continuing that rewatch, and even after Season 7 ends, we'll continue the rewatch for episodes on Wednesdays. The main channel does have episodes come out on Fridays. Uh, bright and early in the morning, wherever you may be in the world. Um, you can follow Kessel Run Weekly at uh, on Instagram, at Kessel Run Weekly, Twitter, and Facebook as well. Um, feel free to reach out if you have comments, questions, concerns. Right now we are doing a hashtag challenge called hashtag Star Wars A to Z. It was inspired by one of my friends doing a Disney version of that. Um, so if you want to play along, feel free to do so. Rebecca, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at redhawk29. All right, and you can find me personally at cjerica on Instagram, cjerica95 on Twitter, and then if you want to go to my blog, it does have Star Wars Sundays and lots of other blog posts. Um, it's cheyennehoover.wordpress.com. I'm currently working on rebranding to get it to be called the Kyber Crystal, so hopefully that will happen. I got the logo and everything going, so we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you again so much for listening, and may the Force be with you, always. <laughs>